Welcome to the Business Time Podcast. This is Ashwini Padnas. Today we'll be speaking about Air India. The story of Air India is not a simple one to tell. The government might be looking at selling Air India right now, but it has a legacy and a history which dates back to the 1940s. When J.R.D. Tata decided to set up Air India, he was very clear it had to have the best, whether it be aircraft, whether it be offices or anything else. When J.R.D. Tata decided to launch the first flight between India and London for Air India, people thought that that was not such a good idea because there were already established players like KLM and British Airways in its earlier avatars, which were established on this route. But J.R.D. stuck to his gun and launched the flight. And as they say, the rest was history. J.R.D. also made sure that the Nariman Point headquarters of Air India was an iconic building. In 1974, when the 22-storey building, actually 23, if you consider the boardroom opened, it was fully air-conditioned, which was unprecedented for any building at that time. It also had six lifts, all of which played music, unprecedented again for that period of time. It also was a patron of the arts, and JRD made sure that the offices of Air India abroad were in some of the fanciest locations, and had Indian art and artifacts to attract people not only inside the office but also fly Air India. It was in 1953 that the government then decided to nationalize Air India and the other airlines that were operating within the country and the brand name was Air India and Indian Airlines Corporation. Air India was flying only abroad while Indian Airlines Corporation was to fly within the country. Indian Airlines Corporation by itself had a great legacy. It must be remembered that that airline came up at a time when everything was in-house. So not only did it have aircraft which flew from one end of the country to the other, including having daily connections between the metros soon after it started, it also had a headquarter which had very sophisticated telecommunication equipment which would allow it to communicate seamlessly with all the places to which the airline flew. It was this building and that particular communications room to which many members of Rajiv Gandhi's cabinet flocked when news broke out that Rajiv Gandhi had been attacked by a Navy officer in Colombo because that was the only way of reaching out to Colombo and finding out what exactly the situation was. What is the current situation of Air India? As time passed, the professionals moved out and people from the government moved in to start running in both the airlines. This invariably led to the airline's operating performances deteriorating. In 2007, the government finally decided that Air India and Indian Airlines were to be merged with the new brand name Air India. It is a known fact that mergers in airline industry have largely not worked anywhere in the world. This was something which was acknowledged by the then chairman and managing director of of Air India to a parliamentary committee as well. Eventually, losses started rising. Hardeep Singh Puri, the Union Minister for Civil Aviation, recently told Parliament that the government had infused money between 2014-15 and 2018-19. It was not a pleasant picture. In 2014-15, the government infused about 5,780 crores into the airline and the airline reported a loss of over 5,800 crores. 
The situation was no better in 2018-19 when the government pumped in over 3900 crores when the losses mounted to over 6700 crores with the situation becoming one of good money chasing bad money the government was left with no option but to privatize air india